1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Health Hub. I'm Kathy Biasa, your host, and along with our producer, Alex Diaz, we would like to welcome you to our show this morning. You get your groceries, Alex? Yeah, just before we connected, we got, <laughs> I, I heard the doorbell, and uh, it's really, uh, really a blessing for me, especially because right now, I am i don't have a car available mm. uh, for driving, and it, it just makes my life easier to have my groceries delivered, delivered for sure. Yeah, it's it's we get our groceries a lot of our groceries delivered um, mm. as well the fruits and vegetables and things. it really has been wonderful you know uh, we, we, in some ways we're very spoiled I do still like to go to the sh- the store when I can but I'm still finding going to the grocery store is is not a friendly atmosphere for me so I try and stay away from it as much as possible no and and the the benefit of having the groceries delivered is you know. Almost everybody, everybody's schedule is, is, uh, you know, there's extra demand uh, working
2: from home. So Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you don't have the time necessarily in your day to
1: no. You do and, 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 and
2: do the groceries,
1: and as we talked about, the workday is not defined anymore. So to try and, and carve out, everyone's getting into this terrible habit of, ah, you're at home. I'll call at seven o'clock. you know, it's it really is. Um, that is one of the downsides about working at home. Uh, you know, so many people too are getting Zoom fatigue. It's it's unbelievable. And there are my dogs. So this just goes to the to the at home atmosphere of of uh, of doing work. But they should settle down in a bit. Um, so hopefully if people are bothered. excited about this program, Kathy. That's what it is. They know that exactly. we're on. They've been quiet for the last three hours. So now <laughs> they decide to come to life. That's okay. We'll press onward. <laughs>
2: it's very good.
1: <laughs> Today's show is being taped. So no opportunity for calling in. But please do follow us on our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we are at the Health Hub RMC on all of those locations. And our email address is thh at radiomaria.ca. If uh, those platforms are not, big enough for you to send us your emails um so whatever way please do keep in contact with us it's great to keep in contact over the covid times and and you know uh, podcasts are being listened to more and more so um we do appreciate you listening and, and your uh, very positive comments. You can subscribe to our podcast. We are The Health Hub on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all your favorite podcast platforms. And you can find all of our podcasts on the Radio Maria Canada website, which is radiomaria.ca and on my website, which is kathybiase.com. And um, as I mentioned on our last show or a few shows ago, if you check out um, on my website, I do have my new Cancer Nutrition Method program there and would love to hear your feedback. So today's show is um, the, the beauty of taping these shows, Alex, before we do this, and I don't know if that's supposed to be an industry, sh- but um, I, I, this show specifically um, opened up so many wows for me that um, I have to I have to sort of give that part away. this, this intro is actually, An extra. We're doing it after the show. But I have to tell you that um, the guest, our guest, Dr. Anthony Sims, um, I had him on originally, and this is part of the show to talk about TMJ, and we'll talk about that in a sec. But as he talked, and the more he talked about this, and the more it opened up into how the uh, TMJ, the the um, temporomandibular joint, impacts so many other things that I never even foresaw coming, I just found it was just profound to me. It was just an an awakening um, from, from we, we didn't even get to some of the things we talked after the show. We said, we didn't even get to Parkinson's and these other diseases, but we talked about Tourette's syndrome and how he has found that the impact of the nerve, you know, within this, uh, the TMJ, the the TMJ, I always say TMJ joint, but the J means the joint. Uh, It's, it's, it was Awakening. I was just, I can't. I was, I never even thought of that. It just, it just never even dawned on me. So, a fascinating show. And he's, he's a wonderful, wonderful, gentle, kind man. Um, and this uh, TMJ joint. So, as I said, it's the temporomandibular joint, it's the joint that connects your lower jaw, or your mandible to your skull. And you have this joint, obviously, on both sides of your head in front of your ears, and it allows it allows you for your jaw opening and closing and enables you to speak as the movement of your jaw and eat. So it's, it's obviously fairly important uh, with many important functions. So when this joint isn't functioning well, it can be a big impediment to daily living. Um, I had an issue years ago with my joint and they told me I was probably stress or grinding my teeth and I was given a like a bite plate to stop it. Right. Um, but as you are going to find out, um, it you know how this joint impacts so many other areas of the body is is really it's it's just it's fascinating. Um, Dr. Sims received his DDS degree from the Ohio State University in 1983. He has an integrative medicine doctorate and a Doctor of Humanitarian Services degree. He has a general dental practice. He's had it for over 37 years and is currently in Columbia, Maryland, where he also um, treats TMJ uh, issues, snoring, sleep apnea, another issue that came up in a conversation, the impact of breathing uh, on health and TMJ associated movement disorder patients. He enjoys the systemized application of how dentistry interrelates with the many different types of movement disorders. He is a member of the American Academy of Craniofacial Pain, the National Spasmodic Torticolis Association, I hope I said that right, Reflex, Reflex Sympathetic Dystrophy Syndrome Association, and the Board of Integrative Medicine and the World of Organized Natural Medicine. He has spoken in the United States, Japan, Brazil, Canada, and in Europe on the perspective dentistry has on the possible uh, the possible areas of movement disorder. And he has published the results of his treatments in peer-reviewed journals and books. Really a fascinating conversation. I hope you stick with us. Um, we talk about the TMJ, what it is, symptomology of the TMJ issues, and how TMJ issues are really um, can be a piece of, of very other what you might even consider non-related issues uh, of of this joint, and um, we do talk in, in specifically about the connection between the TMJ, the TMJ, the TM joint, with Tourette's syndrome. So very fascinating. Tourette's and tick, uh, tick movements. So very very fascinating. I highly encourage you to stick around and listen. And everybody will be back to talk to Doctor Sims in a few minutes.
2: Everybody's got a blank page A story they're writing today A wall that they're climbing You can carry the past on your shoulders You can start over Regrets No matter what you've gone through Jesus He gave it all to save you He carried the cross on his shoulders So you can start over
3: Don't let your heart be troubled, don't be afraid, to the broken hearted, their wishes they never been born, never been torn, never sinned, never disobeyed, I know you think there's no hope, no, but that ain't true. Jesus saved. I know you feel a regret, like I brought this all on myself, like I messed it up big time. And this time, I don't deserve God's help. Thinking, how can God, God forgive me? me? After knowing what I hid, after knowing that I hid from Him and I stayed away and backslid. Listen, Listen Jesus came for the sick so true. Jesus came for the weak. Amen. Jesus came to give good news and to set the captives free. Amen. Listen, Jesus came for the poor. Amen. Jesus came with the keys Amen. Jesus came to remove the chains from so the prisoners. Every plan has gotta. Blame story they're writing today A wall that
2: they're climbing You can carry the past on your shoulders You can start over Regrets, no matter what you go through Jesus, he gave it all to save
3: you He carried the cross on his shoulders So you can start over See His love is deeper than the ocean floor Run to his arms like an open door. God the Father sent the sons so men can come and be free and gotta run no that's more. Come saying. to me, all who are weary. With heavy burdens, I'll give you rest. Separated you from your sin, as far as the east is from the he west. Said. Thrown in a sea of forgetfulness. What sin, what offense. That's and when them waves come crashing in, I'll calm the winds in your defense. What so whatever saying. it is that you've done, he put that punishment on his son. His You'll son. Never come under his condemnation. Conquer sin and Satan and his accusations. So dry your eyes, lift up your head. Hallelujah. God is not Amen. dead. Plus he gave us his peace, his peace, and he took our guilt on a cross instead, took our place and now we embrace a clean slate with the eyes of fate. We know, we unfailing love, unfailing love. Everybody's it's not too late, gone
0: You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back,
1: everybody. As mentioned, today's show is being taped, so no opportunity for calling in to talk to Dr. Sims. But please do follow us on all our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we are at The Health Hub RMC on all three locations. Dr. Sims, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you for having me
1: it's uh it, it's something uh, we just briefly talked about it before we went on air, but as I started researching what you do and investigating this whole new understanding of what you what you bring to the table just started to unfold. how did you get into dentistry? We'll start at the roots and then move into uh, the movements of the mouth?
4: Well, I got interested in dentistry uh, early on in my uh college days, my uncle was a dentist, and he lived a very nice lifestyle. (laughs) I decided I wanted to be a physician. But when I got into college, I learned that I like to sleep a little bit more than what we uh, physicians usually wanted to have done.
1: Practicality.
4: Yeah, I was like, that's not going to uh, to jive. <laughs> yeah, staying up 24, 36, 48 hours was not going to be my thing. So I realized that my, my uncle lived a very good lifestyle. And uh, at that time, and, and still today, uh, dentistry is an art and, and a science at the mm-hmm. same time. So I like doing both. And that's how I got interested. In doing dentistry.
1: And dentistry has spilled over into uh, this whole idea of the structure of the mouth and mouth movement. I know that's part of what you learned, but when we think of a dentist, we think of freezing and cleaning and drilling, and you've mm-hmm. moved beyond that. In fact, you consider yourself an integrative dentist. And how does that different from what our, you know, our, our basic understanding of what the dentist is?
4: Well, integrative medicine is, is a doctor and the patient learning uh, about what the patient needs and what the patient uh, patient's main problem is. Uh, you're 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 attacking not just the uh, dental portion, but you're looking at the whole person. You're looking at uh, the uh, the mind, the body, and the soul of a person because everything has to um, uh, be integrated with one another in order for you to be able to um, help that person become a better person and have a greater quality of life.
1: So when someone comes to see you with a sore tooth, they're getting a whole bunch more than just an x-ray and a prodding.
4: Absolutely. I, um, my, my practice now has become so specialized that all I do, I don't do general dentistry as you would think, general dentistry, Um, doing teeth and doing crowns and bridges and dentures and uh, uh, cleaning of the teeth and uh, that type of thing. I have moved even further in that I have now learned how and what to do with certain disor- disorders and diseases. Uh, I've learned the, um, the anatomy uh-huh. of what uh, needs to be done. Uh, they teach in dental school, they teach you anatomy, but they don't teach you all the connections to that uh, anatomical structure. So, so I, I when you
1: get on. into the, the movement part of it, was TMJ, first First of all, if you could explain to us, the show title is, you know, we're focusing on TMJ, but, you know, just listening to you talk and doing some research about you, this spills over into many other areas, but was TMJ the first place that you, you, you moved into when it came to sort of the movement and structure issues? Was that the natural progression?
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in in dental school they taught us that those patients who had a TM or mandibular joint dysfunction were the crazy people that's literally what they told us you don't want to get involved with those type of people that that was the uh, the mantra in dental school um, so you want and so forth, um, and I had uh, I had what I had followed that mantra for a while, and it wasn't until about 2004 that I I attended a conference you know, here in Washington D.C. and a friend of mine was doing some presentations on TMJ. And what I saw just literally blew me away. Why is that? Well, he, it was, it was a conference on, uh, it was a conference by the American Academy of Craniofacial Pain, which is basically a temporomandibular joint dysfunction academy where they, where they look into those who have this dysfunction And this gentleman got up, and he was a presenter. And I remembered it like it was yesterday. Um, He had a couple of videotapes. One of them was a young lady who they wheeled in in a wheelchair. This this young lady, 17 years old, couldn't walk, couldn't move her arms, couldn't do anything. Uh, And uh, she had been in some type of accident, and what he did was he made a specific device for this young lady, and within minutes, she was able to get up out of her chair and start walking. Now, the rest of the doctors, which were about 400 doctors there, they all clapped and they were very um, you know, mindful and happy that he was able to do that. But when I saw it, I was hook, line and sinker in. I was like, I have to know what he did in order for this young lady to get up out of her chair. And within two weeks, she regained the use of her arm. So she was able to start walking again and become a young uh, uh a young, you know, have her youth restored mm-hmm. to her and all that within two to three weeks of having this device made for her. And I had to know exactly what happened.
1: Well, that just begs the question: What did happen? How is the TMJ? I had I was diagnosed with TMJ when I was younger. Um, a lot of people think it's trauma or stress or biting the teeth. So I was given a mouth guard, and off I went. Um, obviously, it's far more detailed and far more intricate than just you know a stress response. So how how did this girl? How did she transform? What are the pieces that you discovered? that opened the windows?
4: Well, what happened was um, after that meeting, I called the doctor and I asked him if he minded, if I came down to watch him uh, work and do what he did. He said, come on down, no problem. And, you know, I, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a young guy. He's just fascinated by this stuff. And he just, come on down. We'll, we'll help you out. And he, uh, he was a very gracious for many, for, for a very long time. Mm -hmm. What, 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 what was the main factor was that he knew what to do, but he didn't understand what was happening. And that's where I came in. I said, let me figure out what's going on because he knew all the basics and he could do i mean he was doing uh, fantastic stuff stuff that was that you wouldn't believe but you had to be there to see it and believe and understand it and i that's what i had to do i had to understand what he was doing so you backdoored
1: integrative dentistry
4: that's exactly right (laughs) um my mantra my mantra is knowledge understanding and then wisdom you have to get the knowledge first you have to know what you have to know all the connections what what you uh, what you can what what is there what we see that makes you a good student then you have to understand what you're doing understand how all the connections with what uh, with the um, with what you're, uh, what you're dealing with. When you understand it, then you can become a good teacher. But that's, that's just the, the tip of the ice. That's not even the tip of the iceberg. You, you want to become, uh, you want to have wisdom.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Wisdom is what you do next. Wisdom is how, uh, how to put this into action. Wisdom makes you a good, not even a good, but a great practitioner, because you, when you understand the knowledge that you have, and then put it into practice, so that you can help uh, make that person a better person. That's what you want to do. That's what my mantra. Is
1: absolutely
4: have wisdom.
1: What did you find out then? What? How is the? Is it a nerve connection? Is it um, a brain? injury when you have TMJ? What, what is going on there?
4: Well, the, the, the TMJ, or uh, some people call it TMJ, some people call it TMD, some people call it TMJD. I'll call it TMJ, so that'll make it easy for, for us. Uh, TMJ is basically the temporal bone, which is the skull bone, articulating or interacting with the lower jaw bone, Now, what that uh, in that area there's a certain uh, disc, like in your knee, there's a disc between the two bones. Sometimes you have a slipped disc. You can it slips out of place, and when it slips out of place, it puts pressure on a nerve there. Okay, and when you put pressure on that nerve, it can interact with a lot of other nerves. The way the way you understand it. and I'll make it. I'll make it simple. If if everybody ha- holds up a whole hand, you ha- you get five fingers. That's the nerve that you're hitting. Cranial nerve number five. Cranial nerve number five is the same nerve that makes you sneeze. Okay, huh. that's the upper jaw nerve. Okay, but in in the uh, in the TMJ dynamic. <laughs> Sorry about that that's okay.
1: this is the world we live in
0: right now
4: <laughs> thought that was i thought that was off um apologize for that um, <clears throat> the uh the nerve that that dentists work with is called cranial nerve number five that is that means there's an upper jaw nerve there's a lower jaw nerve and there's an optic an ophthalmic or upper jaw or cranial nerve, uh, upper ophthalmic eye nerve, let's call it that, okay? Uh, when a person sneezes, we go back to the sneeze, the, the uh, nerve that's being irritated is that upper jaw nerve, okay? Hmm. And when a person sneezes, there's a, there, there are reactions that happen, okay? You, you, a person sneeze, they have to shake their head. They have to blink their eyes. They have to sh- shake their shoulders. They, they, uh, uh they have internal, dy- um, uh, 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 gastric, uh, s- compression. Uh, you, you make a facial grimace. All those things happen. And that is just one nerve causing all of these things to happen. Those are all movements, okay? All movements that you're not even aware of, but everybody does.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Nobody, nobody can sneeze and not ha- not do those things. It's impossible, okay? Uh, I always say women sneeze very daintily. <laughs>
1: some, <laughs> some,
4: yeah, some. <laughs> but there, are, there are, especially the men, who have. Uh, demonstrative sneezes, and you know, the hands start flying and the feet start flying, and the you know, they're you know, mm-hmm. I do, yeah, causing doors to slam <laughs> from five feet away, that kind of thing. That is that is movement um, being reactive uh, from one nerve, and that is the upper jaw nerve. But you also have that one nerve, okay, is connected to the Eye division, the upper jaw division, and the lower jaw division. You all, all those are connected to that one nerve. So if that can happen from the upper jaw nerve, it can also happen from the ophthalmic or eye portion of that nerve, which it does.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And also on the lower jaw, which it does. But we in or mankind in their thinking don't understand that this nerve can do all of those things from one division so that's how i started to understand why and how the the this nerve can cause all these things to happen and then when you start to study, because that's what you have to do. I I, I I learned all this stuff after dental school. Uh-huh. When you start to study and go into your neural anatomy, the 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 depth of neural anatomy, you will understand that this nerve connects to so many different areas of the body that make you move, that make you uh, that that. Can 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 change a person's life. Vital for life functioning. Stimulating this one nerve.
1: So So. is is can this be a a whole? If if the TMJ uh, joint is aggravated, can this continue to get worse and worse? Is this just a one time hit, and then the jaw is sort of out of alignment, and that's rubbing on the nerve, or can this have a lot of downstream effects if it's not dealt with right away?
4: It or in a timely a manner it'll have a down it'll have a a problem later on think of a think of a slip disc in your back at the beginning it's not bad but as you as you continue on and do your daily activity that that pain or that those symptoms get worse and worse because it's not put back into its proper position same with the jaw if that if that uh, uh, disc or the uh, the jaw is not put back into its proper position; it will get worse.
1: Well, what what is it? You know, we know that pain is a symptom. Are there any other symptoms that are a little bit unusual that a lot of people might not equate with TMJ?
4: Yes, it doesn't have. You don't have to have pain. There are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are there are multiple number of different um, nerve endings within. That nerve itself, or that area itself, we think of we think of pain as one. But are, do you have the sense of uh, of temperature? Do we have the sense of, of uh, chemicals? Do we have the sense of equilibrium? Do we have the sense of uh, vibration? Uh, do we have the sense of of, of of time. Now, now that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But all these are different senses that we can have besides the sense of pain. Now, with within the TM joint, it's not always pain. You can have uh, pressure that doesn't cause pain, but you you know it's there.
1: It's fascinating. And this these the symptomology is this always a result of a trauma, or are, is there a genetic component? Can children, babies be born with this, or is this virtually a traumatic event that's uh, misaligned the, that joint?
4: Well, trauma is, is a major factor, but you can also have a genetic factor. And what I mean by a genetic factor is that uh, your your jaws may be malaligned, or not lined up properly. This is why uh, parents seek orthodontic treatment, because the jaws are not aligned.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You have to you have to understand that jaw alignment can cause compression or irritation of that nerve also. If you if you're <clears throat> if you're um, breathing factors, you you have enlarged adenoids or enlarged tonsils, they can cause the skeletal structure to actually change because you can't breathe. And if you can't breathe your face narrows because you're trying to suck in more air. Uh-huh. And, and when you try to suck in more air over time, your face, your facial structures, your, your child's facial structures are going to compress. Therefore they don't have um, the, the correct, Dyna- uh, structural dynamics that are needed to have, uh, so that that nerve within the TM joint does not get compressed. Now, some people can have normal jaws and normal um, normal uh, positioning, but the fact is that everybody has that nerve, but not everybody has it in the same place. It could be. Two millimeters higher or two millimeters lower. If it's two millimeters higher, chances of being compressed are greater. If it's two millimeters lower, less chance because of the way the jaw is structured, the way the jaw is made, can cause, can prevent or cause, or be one of the factors that can compress that nerve, and therefore you can have all these things happen. A lot of times, a lot of times patients come in, they've had. Um, uh, severe trauma, such as whiplash, and if you come in with whiplash, your 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 lower jaw basically unhinges because of the way uh, the head and neck um, react to the whiplash, and that can throw off or dislocate or um, cause a slip disc within the TM joint.
1: I wonder, uh, just before we go to break here, I wonder if concussion management takes into account this nerve as much as it should.
4: Uh, no, it doesn't.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, that's a fascinating one.
4: Yes. It Interesting. It, it really should.
1: should. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go further into this and talk about um, where these movement disorders can lead. It's a fascinating, fascinating story to be told. We'll be right back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Dr. Anthony Sims here. And uh, just in our, our brief off-air, we've come on a very interesting topic that uh, I want to bring forward to you. First, on a quick note, so stress can be an issue with, you know, these are the normal things that were attributed for the development of TMJ stress. Now, can sleeping incorrectly cause it as well, sleeping on your side? Is that a factor or no?
4: Uh, that is a... That's a tricky question because it can be a yes and a no. Okay. Uh, sleep disorders can be mm. uh, can cause problems.-
1: mm-hmm. Weakening uh, the jaw is weakening the jaw the issue behind that, like when you're snoring and not breathing properly?:
4: Well what you're doing is you're cutting off the airway, and if you cut off the airway, uh, your jaw is usually going backward in mm-hmm. uh, position, mm-hmm. and therefore you, you cannot breathe, and therefore the patients snore. We, we, dentistry now, I should say, has come into doing a lot of sleep disorder dentistry or sleep disorder mm-hmm. movements. Uh, one of the movements that happens with sleep disorder is called restless leg syndrome. Restless leg, it means like your, your legs feel like they're creepy crawly all the mm-hmm. time. And there are multiple cases of that. But once you, uh, Put the jaw in its proper position, preventing the nerve from being compressed or irritated, that restless leg syndrome actually dissipates.
1: Wow. It's not just magnesium. No. That's a- <laughs> That's the go-to when people have fascinating. Now, what I wanted to bring forward before we start talking about uh, Tourette's, which is, again, another fascination for me, um, we talked about uh, the delivery of a child. And I was asking you off air if that can impact the alignment of the jaw. And your answer was fascinating to me. So maybe you could um, tell our listeners about that.
4: Yes. There is a a disorder called dystonia or uh, cervical dystonia mainly. And dystonium is basically a type of paralysis almost. Uh, I call it a semi-paralysis in which the head or certain certain areas are, are stuck in one position and the patients have difficulty moving it. And uh, they tell you that it's genetic. One is genetic, two can be trauma and uh, uh, three, Idiopathic, which means we're idiots and we don't know what Fell on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And psychogenic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Psychogenic. Uh, the one that's, that they tell you is uh, congenital or from, uh, from birth is that uh, they, when you read the research about this, you will find that a lot of these children who have a uh, cervical or uh, head dystonia. In which the head is stuck in one position or another, these children—it's uh, actually the number is 66 percent of those who were de- uh, um, have this disorder were delivered by forceps. Okay, and when you think about a child who is delivered by forceps, where do they grab the that child's head? They actually put the the force on the TMJ. Mm. And they squeeze to pull the child out. So what happens is, if now I'm not saying this happens in all cases, but if that case, if that uh, uh, the the person who is pulling that child out puts too much pressure on the TMJ, it can distort that child's jaw, and you can you can actually see it. This is this is not my research. This is research that you can look up. And then we'll tell you that uh, that is where you will find um, the, those children who have this type of dystonia, that they were delivered by uh, forceps delivery, or they had a traumatic birth mm-hmm. in which uh, they weren't, they weren't, uh, their head was not allowed to come out in, in the proper manner.
1: Fascinating. Just before we move on here, is the correction for TMJ usually an easy fix?
4: The majority of cases, yes. Okay, uh, it just depends on the type of uh, dysfunction that you have.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: My office, we deal with the the most severe. Uh, we deal with the, the top the top cases. But in if it's a muscle problem, you shouldn't have too much uh, uh, a general dentist or orthodontist or um, oral surgeon can help with that. When you get into uh, the slip disc type, then, you, then you're then uh, you thinking you want to see somebody who uh, understands what's going on and mm-hmm. knows what to do to help that uh, situation get better.
1: And is this usually, when the most severe cases, is it usually
4: a surgery? Uh, they can be. Surgery is always the last mm-hmm. thing I, I recommend, the very last thing. I don't recommend it first, at all, um, because if we can, if we can get that disc back into place without doing surgery, I have done a better job than what uh, uh, a better job than what I would uh, say can be done just by surgery. Uh-huh. Surgery is a quicker fix, but. Uh, yeah, I'm you want to build it up.
1: It's physio for the mouth, right? You yep. want the muscles and everything supporting it. Now, you're doing some work mm-hmm. um, with Tourette's syndrome, or you're doing a lot of work with Tourette's. Um, and maybe explain to us what that is. And what is the association between the movement of the head, the jaw? Is it strictly the jaw we're talking about or the, the whole head and its connection to what you're doing with Tourette's?
4: Okay. Uh, Remember what I was telling you earlier, I was telling you about how sternutation or a sneeze actually uh, causes all these movements to occur. Uh, When I see patients who have uh, Tourette's syndrome, uh, there's what they call Tourette's syndrome and then there's another one called tic disorder. Uh, The only difference is with Tourette's syndrome, they make a loud noise for over a year's period of time. That's Mm -hmm. the only difference. They're both the same. Okay, now with Tourette syndrome, the first sign is usually uh, the children blinking and they constantly blink and have some type of uh, eye movement. The second, second sign is um, they shake their heads a lot. Sometimes it's the yes, yes, or the no, no shake. Uh, a lot of t- other, other times they have uh, uh, a shoulder shake. They they have a, um, uh, facial grimacing. Um, they also uh, some some children have a internal uh, tick, and some uh, they have what is called a uh, premonitory urge. That means these children know that their ticks are coming, and then after they complete their ticks, they feel better.
5: Mm.
4: Now. What was it I told you before? S- sneezing. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you cannot do? What is, what is the one thing that is impossible to do when you sneeze? Control those movements. You can't control those movements. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to blink your eyes. Now, I just told everybody that you can't, you can't sneeze and not blink. Everybody's going to try it. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> all, your, all your people are going to try it. They're going to try it. It's impossible to do. You're going to blink, you have to blink. That is part of it. But with the, with the sneeze, you also, um, you make a facial grimace. With the sneeze, you always shake your head. With a sneeze, uh, you have internal compression. With a sneeze, you shake your shoulders. With a sneeze, you know your sneeze is coming.
5: Huh.
4: Now, uh, what I told you about Tourette's is that with Tourette's, there's always a vocal sound it may be a hum or, a, or, or some, type of, some type of vocal sound. When you sneeze, the other thing that you cannot do, which is impossible to do, is not make a sound. You cannot make, I was telling you how women sneeze and how men sneeze. Mm-hmm. They can, you cannot sneeze and not make a sound. Impossible. Okay? And after you sneeze, you feel better. The exact same thing with Tourette's. All those symptoms are the exact same with Tourette's. The difference is, with the uh, with the sneeze, it's the upper jaw. With Tourette's, the majority is the lower jaw.
5: Huh.
4: Now you can have those with the upper jaw also have uh, have Tourette's, and those who have the ophthalmic or eye portion, and still have Symptoms of Tourette's—it's all the same nerve, just in a different place.
1: Fast And, and was it you that made this connection? Absolutely. Uh, and so, if are you seeing dramatic results when you're fixing this nerve in the jaw?
4: You can if you go to my website, and um, I'm we're putting a plug in right here, and we'll put one in for you too at the end. <laughs> okay, it's A B Sims D D S. If you go to that website and look up the the, the Tourette cases, and you can actually look at some of the cases on YouTube, if you uh, uh, put in my name, Dr. Anthony Sims, you will see cases, these are patients who allowed me or gave me permission to put them on, and you will actually see cases of patients who have Tourette syndrome, diagnosed not by me, but by their neurologist, okay, who not only instantaneously stop their disorder, stop their movements, but feel better and discontinue their movements instantly in in many cases. Now, I won't say it happens for everybody, but if I get 80 to 100%, I can live with that. Uh Versus medications, which the patients and the parents don't like because the 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 medication makes their child more uh drowsy feel like a zombie they don't they don't like it because it changes who they are and they they become lethargic so there is no medication no drugs with what i do you can see it absolutely see it and the parents are thrilled That they're that we don't have to use drugs or or in in their um, for their children.
1: So what you know, I know you can't go into it uh, in great depth, but generally speaking, what are you doing to improve the health of this joint?
4: Well, I I, I gave you a little bit of it. I I was telling you um, the jaw has a. In, in that anatomy portion of the jaw where the TMJ is, there's a nerve right there. And if that nerve is higher or it's lower, if it's higher, your chances of being compressed or irritated, doesn't necessarily have to be compressed, but irritated increases the chance of, of uh, stimulating those symptoms to occur, the sternutation or sneezing type of symptoms. If it's in the jaw, you can't, there's no way to let it out except by doing the same things.
1: So are you trying to move that nerve somehow?
4: No, I move the jaw.
1: You're moving the actual jaw. So are you, are, is it like facial exercises? Are you yeah, literally?
4: We make, we make a device for each, uh, a customized device for each person that uh, decreases the sensitivity and the irritation of that nerve. Therefore, when we decrease that sensitivity, it's not being irritated anymore. If it's not being irritated, the symptoms go away. You act, you, uh-huh. You're actually going after the cause, not the symptoms.
1: Beautiful. And is this something that is worn all the time until the condition is rectified? Or is it well, a nighttime thing?
4: No. you, wear, you if, if you take it out, the symptoms come back. Okay. You put it back in, symptoms are going gone away. Now, what, with, with children, what you want to do is you want to guide them into the proper positioning. And once you guide them into the proper positioning then uh, over a certain period of time the jaw does not go back to that uh, to back to irritating that nerve therefore your symptoms dissipate and don't come back that at that time then they need uh, traditional or sometimes traditional orthodontics. not always sometimes you have to do more than but Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you do orthodontics. To but this is
1: getting them control. out of the gate. Out of the gate. It's fascinating. Um, we're coming to the end here, unfortunately. Now, obviously, everyone can't go see you. Uh, if someone's listening and wants to get in contact or wants to work with you or get one of these devices, is that at all possible?
4: Yes, absolutely. We we do uh, we do telehealth, telemedicine, telehealth. Uh, we can do that, and we can. Uh, discover uh, a lot of things over that telemedicine. Um, there's a there's an app called Medici, and uh, or you can go to uh, if you go to my uh, my website absimdbs.com or uh, info at absimdbs.com. You can get a hold of us and be able to uh, we can be able to help uh, set up an appointment with you a telehealth appointment.
1: Wonderful. It's, it's, it was such a great show. Thank you so much. Like, as you're talking, things are, these connections are coming into my own head, and I, just, I, I can just see people going, ah, you know, you've opened up the eyes for so many people. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you f- uh, for taking the time to join us today.
4: Not a problem. Uh, just think, there are more things that are, are actually connected. We only touched on like one or two.
1: Well, that just opens the door for another visit on the show. wonderful thank you again and everybody we'll talk to you next week on the health hub